Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man on. I've, I've certainly followed his career for a long time. He's Carl Higby. He's got a brand new program on Newsmax TV, Carl Higby Frontline, at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Carl, how are you? Good to see you. I'm good. Thanks for having me on, Joe. Former Navy SEAL. Now, are you always a Navy SEAL? Because I know a Marine is always a Marine. Uh, you know, I get I don't get stuck up in that stuff because people okay. are like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, look, I don't do it anymore. So... <laughs> <laughs> But but I saw you do like a back tuck the other day. What's up with that, Higby? Holy crap! Really, yeah. you just stood there and did a back tuck. Well, yeah, I'm I'm 40 years old. I gotta act like P-Light. I'm I'm 56. I tried it. I almost broke my leg. So and I, I mean, I was it was very impressive. You can go and check him out on Instagram. Check him out on Twitter. Uh, he posted a video not long ago. Um, 40 years old and still doing the backflips like it's nothing. Talk to me about uh, about going from being a Navy SEAL. And then becoming a television host, were you first sort of a contributor? You were a guy that was being interviewed a lot, and they said, "Wait a second, this guy has something." How did that work? Um, well, you know, I, I wrote a book on active duty. Like, here's my problem: like a lot of people in the military, they're like, "Oh, I have a problem with this or a problem with that." They wait till they get out, and then they complain about it when they have no mechanism to to change it. I actually wrote right. my book on active duty. I said, "Hey guys, there's some serious problems here. I'd like to address it internally." You know, I, I have that right as a as a citizen to, to publish anything I want as long as I'm not disclosing classified information. Right. And, you know, the military didn't like it, but they didn't have a choice. I went on Fox and I started doing that and started doing Newsmax early, you know, 2012, 2013 time frame. Right. And uh, it was just kind of one of those things. That it rolled pretty naturally for me. Uh, I have an opinion about literally everything, so they just stuck a camera in front of my face. I really like how you frame stuff. You'll take an issue, and it's not dissimilar from the way that I do it. Not that I'm saying I'm, I'm, you know, there with you. But at the end of the day, you get you get the information, and you've done this very well. You then let it simmer a little bit, let it marinate, uh, marinate a little bit, and then you just come out swinging. Which is, I think, that's the way that we should do it. I think that's the American way. You fought for that. My father fought in the Air Force uh, you know, to make sure that we had this ability. We can take what we observe. We can we can give it as true. To, uh, uh, and again, other networks don't do this. You and I do this. We'll take the truth. We'll take the fact, deliver it, and then let let people have it. That's I think that's unique. I think that people are picking sides, yeah. whereas you're not picking a side until you have all the information. Well, the other thing too, Joe, is in, and much like yourself, is is we approach our audience very much like we understand that our audience has built businesses, they've paid yes. taxes, they've you know ha- they have a wide variety of literally every corner of knowledge that we may not possess. And look, I got no college degree. I, I, I talk to people as if I'm having a conversation with them, and also not talking down to them. Like, you look at MSNBC, they're a bunch of people who have never accomplished anything in their entire life, yet right. they will sit there on their soapbox and look down from their ivory tower and criticize people. They've ne- like, like I said, they've never actually accomplished anything themselves, but they criticize all the other people who have attempted and even do accomplish things. And yeah. I don't I don't like that. Dog don't hunt with me. It's exactly true. We can actually go from MSNBC to CNN. They have Donald Trump on and they 10 times their rating. Okay. Four, <laughs> 4 million people watched. And the next night they apologized. Are they on crack? I mean, what, what exactly is it about Anderson Cooper or his ilk that, that makes them say uh, there are a few people complaining that we had Trump on. We had the biggest night we've had since the Iraq war on CNN, yet we're going to apologize the next night? That It blew my mind. Now, Joe, but it, it just goes to show that they, and this is generally the problem with most media structures, is they seek approval from people within their bubble. They don't right. They don't care about flyover America. They don't care about, you know, 80% of the population. Look, you walk 10 miles outside of any major city and the views are entirely different from what they are in that right. city. And, and that's the problem. You look at the electoral map. It is geographically 
90% red, it's just the cities that are Democrat because the viewpoints are so different. And Thomas Jefferson called this when he said, you separate the people from the means of production, they lose the value of a product. And we are seeing that and distinctly down party lines, the people who don't have respect for those who produce the things they consume are generally Democrats and they generally don't understand and they go over to CNN and MSNBC. Normal people watch news with people who have done things. Can you imagine having that kind of an opportunity? I've had, I've had Trump on 12 times. Every time he's on, I get great ratings. I'm going to keep on having him on. I agree yeah. with him, by the way, and I like Trump. But even though I disagreed with him, having him on helps bring more people in to see what it is that I do. Can you imagine getting that yeah. opportunity and not saying, listen, I get some of you people don't like him, but we, we, we're going to do news here. We're going to bring him on. We're going to bring him on again. In fact, next Tuesday, he's coming back on. Instead, he groveled. And, you know, you said something that really jumped out at me, Carl. You said that they don't care about flyover America. I agree, but I'm going to take it to the next step. They hate flyover America. They think yeah. the flyover America are a bunch of toothless idiots and the elitists in New York and Madison Avenue know everything. And it, it boggles right. my mind. Well, that's the other thing. It's like you go back to Bloomberg when he was running for president. He was yes. like, oh, I could teach anybody to be a farmer. You put a seed, you plant thing, it's a process and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's like, look, Joe, I, I, have, I, I, farm, uh, I have a farm upstate Connecticut that right. I use for hunting and things like that. And I took like master's level courses on agriculture. And I still struggle to get crops to grow the way that somebody who has been doing it their whole life with no education have done it. It is, it is the disdain for the people who produce things in this country by the people who produce nothing and criticize it. So you're saying that Michael Bloomberg, the guy that try, is trying to take all of our guns away, surrounded by seven guys with guns, the same guy that wouldn't let people give food to homeless people because they couldn't check the salt content. The guy who wouldn't let you buy a 44-ounce sugary drink, that guy yeah. is going to tell us how to, how, to, how to farm. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he knows, he knows everything because he has money. But that's the thing. It's like, go ahead. You've never balanced nitrogen, phosphates, and, and you know, calcium right. and, and pH in the soil. Like, please, lecture me more from your private jet about climate change. And, you know, the people living in 60-story places like this behind me with these concrete jungles, they're the ones lecturing people like you and I, Joe, right. on how we should treat the environment when we're the ones actually growing food and harvesting our own food. It's Carl Higby. He's got a brand new program, Carl Higby Frontline. It's 5 p.m. Eastern time on Newsmax TV. Make sure you go and check it out every day. If you can't see it, DVR it and go check it out later. You're going to love the way that Carl delivers the news. It's, he's a real dude, and he's doing it with a smile, and he's doing it, and he gets angry sometimes, which is great. Um, when it comes to the opportunities that we have in this business, sometimes there are great opportunities. When Rush passed away, mm -hmm. unfortunately passed away, great opportunities yeah. opened up in talk radio, wow. and a lot of people got a lot of shots. Um Fox is purposely trying to not be Fox anymore. And I know that Newsmax already was competition. Yeah. I mean, hell, my show was was actually simulcast in Newsmax for a couple of years. Um, and I knew, I saw what was happening. And they were grabbing market share, grabbing market share, and doing even more. Yep. They get rid of Tucker Carlson, everybody's turning to Newsmax. How do you feel about that? It's got to be a great feeling of opportunity. Yeah. And I don't, listen, if Fox wants to ruin itself, I want people to watch Carl Higby. Yeah. Well, you know, what's interesting is people and, and there are still people out there who don't know about Newsmax. And um, I, I think, look, Fox chopped down their money tree, plain and simple. And now now they're threatening legal action against Tucker because, you know, he got 100 million views on one of his videos and they, they can't have him out there. speak. Look, Fox did one of the dumbest things in the world. That said, um, you know, like it's been great for us and I'll, I'll take it. But, you know, I don't want people to come to us because, you know, we're, you know, Fox is somehow not as good as it once was. I just want to be better than them to begin with. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you, but the problem is, as you said, they yeah. were unaware. 
They don't know that Carl Higby oh, is on yeah. there. And they used to watch you on Fox. And well, where did that guy go? And, oh, and, yeah. and there you are. So I, I love that there's an opportunity because you didn't – now, if you went and caused it to happen, you super glued their, their locks over at Fox, then I would have a problem with that. But this is right. this is of their own volition. They're doing this on purpose. And I want people to go and get the real stuff from a guy like you. Yeah. So, I, so I tune in tonight, and I haven't watched Carl Higby Frontline yet. What am I going to get? Oh, tonight we are going off on. Uh, so right now, the big thing is this big like transgender stuff. And like, look, Joe, I, I don't care. Like, I'm kind of a libertarian guy. Like, you want to go do whatever you want to do, chop off, sew on, wear right. makeup, don't wear makeup. I don't care. Right. But when you start doing it to kids, like California is now doing, where if you live in California now, and you, they, they're, they're, there's a bill that's been passed, but that has been amended, and it's going back in the house. And it's likely going to pass. Where they're saying that, like, if you're a parent and your kid wants to be a girl and it's a young boy at eight years old or whatever, and you don't affirm that kid's gender, affirm is what the word they use. If you don't, you know, do radical stuff, irreversible harm to this child. You as a parent can lose custody of your child. It's like, get your kids the hell out of California. I am over that stuff. I couldn't agree more. When it went, I've got five daughters. If any of them said, you know, Dad, I think I'm a boy today, my answer would be, no, you're not past the yeah. potatoes. It's done. That's it. It's that simple. The conversation is over. But now uh, you're so right. They're calling it gender affirming. I don't need anything to affirm my gender. Biologically, I know what my gender is. Obviously, I know what my gender is. The idea that you have to affirm them and I don't know if you've seen any of these videos. I didn't mean to, but there's a doctor that I follow on Twitter who put up a piece of video that shows the disgusting things they're doing to human bodies to make them think yeah. they're the opposite gender when they're not. And we're talking, Carl, we're talking about doing this to people who are 14, 15 years old. And it doesn't make it. Right. It used to be mutilation and child abuse, didn't it? When we were growing oh, up. Oh, I mean, a hundred percent. And also, look, you have 80, an NIH published a study recently, 82% of transgender youth. Okay claim to have contemplated suicide or attempted suicide. That is a staggering number. And California is doing this on the guise of health and safety. Give me a break. Like, pound sand, California. Health and safety comes from a parent's perspective on this. And it's like, I, if I don't let my kid, you know, get a vaginoplasty or whatever they call it, then I could be charged with the same offense. And I mean, this is 12, 13, 14-year-old kid. I could be charged with the same offense as if I wound off and, and hit him in the face with a two-by-four. That's nuts. It's completely crazy. It doesn't make any sense. It's Carl Higby. He's the host of Carl Higby Frontline, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Newsmax TV. Also a former Navy SEAL. He's an author as well. As a former Navy SEAL, did you see this, this picture from the White House over the weekend? Two American flags and the trans or pride flag or something in between? What what yes. what on earth are we smoking? We should crack test everybody at the White House, Carl. I I, I blew a gasket. I was I wrote this big long thing on Twitter going, What are you people crazy? What are we doing? A third yeah. of the people now? We're representing the third of, of, of America with a flag flying in the White House when I thought that the, the two other flags, the American flag, covered everybody. Yeah, well, let me. here's my, my thoughts on this. Is, is The first thing is, like, look, on, on Memorial Day, there was no flag out there. Yes, they had this top, the flag at the top of the thing. And my problem was, is like, look, the, the, according to Section 7 of the U.S. Code, you do not flank the, the American flag with anything. This is in, like, the, Ameri or the, the American flag doesn't flank anything. It, it can be flanked, but right. it has a lower staff with a right. smaller thing. So, you know, Ted Lieu, the brainchild from California, the congressman, was like, Oh, if you zoom out, technically there was an American flag flying at the top. Yeah, that American flag was smaller than the flags that were next to the LGBLMNOP alphabet flag. But the, my problem was 
is this is in direct violation. And somebody who's draped that flag over some of my friends as we sent the remains home to their family, I got a real problem with the fact that these people, time and time again, they just do things with either no regard or malicious intent for the flag. This is something that is not to be taken lightly, that you do not you do not mess with the flag. You know, it's a First Amendment right to burn it. And if you're a BLM person, Kamala Harris will raise a ton of money to bail you out for doing it. But if you do a burnout on the gay pride flag that's painted on a road, no less, right. it's a hate crime. We are so backwards in this country, and it's to a point where most people don't agree with it, yet they're still ramming it right in. And all these companies who are doing it, Target, Bud Light, whatever, same thing. LGBTQ, XYZ, one, two, three is what I say. And they cover maybe on the highest level, 5%. Now, the groups will say it's 10%, but trans yeah. stuff is less than 1%. So we're literally, t- let's say it's 10% that fit into that alphabet soup somehow. Why are we, why do you think in your heart of hearts, as a guy who went out there and said, I'll die for the Constitution for freedom and liberty? Why are they pushing so hard for this small minority of the population? Is it, in fact, just trying to get more people to do that and maybe depopulate? I know this sounds like conspiracy crap, but it's not. There is a push to depopulate this world by the WEF, by the globalists out there. And if more people are gay or trans or whatever, they can't make kids. Could it be that or is there something else going on? I think I don't think the Democrats are that calculated, to be honest. I think it's just the fact that they found something that Republicans get mad at and they they get off on Republicans being mad. And that's that's what it comes down to. And they've they've found this localized group, the L, the alphabet community, and they've said, we're going to make sure that we give you all the rights in the world. We're going to elevate you to the top of the pyramid. And anybody who criticizes you, we're actually like California is doing. We're going to make a law that says you can't be criticized about this. I mean, it's just like such garbage. And there is a massive there's a series of polls out there um, that have that have showed that Americans, like 67% of Americans, don't like the direction of the alphabet thing. But right. here's the other problem. I've had gay guys on my show last week, and they were like, look, this is not what the gay uh, movement fought for. This is this is not – the gay movement fought to equally exist without restriction, and they are cool with that. And for the, the overwhelming majority of gay people that I've spoken to are like, hey, like leave this – like trashy stuff out of this. We don't want to groom your kids. We don't want part of these scantily dressed parades. We just want to do our thing, sleep with who we want to sleep with, maybe get some marriage benefits. And it's exactly that. I've had the the founder of Gays Against Groomers on. I've had Brandon Strzok on. They're both gay. They they hate this. They cannot stand this. They're doing everything they can to stop it. So uh, those alphabet organizations obviously even cover a smaller percentage of that tiny percent we just talked about. But again, why do they get so much spotlight? You really think it's just to get those on the right med? Yeah, it's like the, the the new shiny thing the Democrats, they just love to do anything, anything that Republicans push back on, they, they, they double down on. And it's like, hey, maybe instead of saying, hmm, we're annoying 67% of the country with this, we should go harder and force them to accept it. Maybe you should say, hey, maybe... Let's not let's back off a little bit about this. Like every, literally every company. I know Mark Cuban came out and was like, this is good. But literally every company that has gone into this has lost money. Every company and billions and billions of dollars, which uh, I'm glad that they have, because now they're, they're yeah. going to have to change their ways or else just go out of business. It's Carl Higby. He's got a show. It's called um, Carl Higby Frontline. 
And it's at 5 p.m. Eastern time on Newsmax TV. I'm so glad you have this show. I've been watching you for a very long time. I love how, how straight a shooter you are. Plus, I love the humor that you throw in there as well. The irreverence is awesome. And uh, I hope nothing but the best. I hope that you succeed beyond your wildest dreams. And I don't care if Fox is shooting themselves in the foot or if they're comparing apples to apples. I still think your show is, is far and away better. Carl, I, I appreciate you coming on and congratulations. My pleasure. Thanks so much. Let's do it again, my friend. We're back after this. Stay right here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Hey, Carl, coming on. Make sure you check out his show, 5 p.m. Eastern time. You're going to actually watch his show and then come and listen to my show or or watch my show. Good guy. And uh, again, we talked afterwards. I'll probably be on a show sometime this week or or next week. There's a new uh, report coming out that um, want to become a U.S. citizen, join the military. It's an interesting uh, thought process. I want to talk about this a lot next hour. Plus, we've got Case Smith next hour. We're going to talk about time travel and some other stuff as well, the wildfires in Canada with Kay. But... It's an interesting question. Should we be offering military service to people who are coming here? And if so, if they do it, they have a fast track to citizenship. I think the question becomes, are we talking about people who are breaking the law to come here? Or are we talking about um, those who come here legally? I, I don't want to even entertain the thought, although we've got Biden in the office now in that administration. I don't want to entertain the thought of people coming here illegally and then getting a fast track to citizenship by joining the military. Because I'm not sure that we know everybody who's coming here illegally. I'm not sure we know their real names. I'm not sure we know really where they came from. I'm not sure we know what their intention was. So it's an interesting question. We'll ask that question next hour. Plus, next hour I've got some sound bites from uh, Kareem Jean-Pierre. Says Joe Biden respects the rule of law, which of course he doesn't. We've got John Kirby, another spokesman. Joe Biden respects the rule of law. He says it as well. Then we've got some... Um, Interesting sound in uh, video and audio from CNN, where Dana Bash, spelled Dana, but she says Dana, Dana Bash actually has Jim Jordan on and asks him about the threat of violence by the right wing because of charges against Trump. Is, isn't, that, isn't that really something? Isn't that the, the pot calling the, the kettle black? After CNN said mostly peaceful writing as there were things burning up and blowing up behind them. Interesting audio and video next hour. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Keep it right here. This is the Joe Pags Show.